0: Exercises
1: me, 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 me. I need to do those
2: group vocal exercises. <laughs>
1: Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather.
2: How are we going? I'm good.
1: Okay, welcome to Meet Your Monsters. My name is Abram Aiken. I'm here with my lovely girlfriend, Kathleen, and my friends, Colby Kelly and Matt Wilkes. His other girlfriends. <laughs> girl. Woo. Uh, Meet Your Monsters is a podcast in which I show my friends horror movies that I love. And we find out if they can overcome their fears, I will say their bitch fears, <laughs> and join me. <laughs> or if they just think my movies suck. Either way. Uh, tonight's movie was Phantasm, a 1979 movie from Don Coscarelli starring Angus Grimm, A. Michael Baldwin, Bill Thornberry, and Reggie Bannister. Fucking Reggie. Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie is the... The everyman actor.
3: Reggie the Bannister.
1: Yeah. Bannister. <laughs> I used to have a t-shirt with him on it. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I lost it. I don't know where I went. <laughs> should have just make some. <laughs> now, when I first saw this movie, um, we were staying... My family was staying with another family, and uh, the, the woman, her husband had MS, and so he was bedridden, and she was taking care of him, and they had this really big house... That in the downstairs had like this jacuzzi and this waterfall and this dance floor. Um, for that's us, incredible. for us coming from it's the like trailer park, it was like a mansion. But she let us stay there because she was nice, and I guess uh, her and my parents were friendly. Didn't end quite so well. Bummer. Um, that's a whole other story. But anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. They, our other podcast is <laughs> life. Yeah, that's <laughs> the that's, story of age. <laughs> um, yeah, especially right before Mother's Day. But anyway, so so they had she had this. Uh, these sheets of paper with every one of her VHS movies on it. And um, they had these big ass beanbag chairs, and I used to sit in the basement.
3: We had friends like that too. They had this huge wall of movies and had them yeah. all listed alph- alphabetically, and they had this journal you could go through and go to their house and awesome borrow movies. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. great because we were awesome at a trailer park and couldn't afford Blockbuster. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah,
1: whenever you'd find a rich person that liked to catalog of the movies they recorded, you were in heaven. <laughs> um, but they were nice to us, and they and they, I would sit down there and I would watch movies in the beanbag chair. And I just happened to see one called Phantasm. I went, oh, fuck it, I'll check that out. And I remember my brother was trying to hook up with her daughter, and so they were off in a room somewhere. Phantasm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he ever managed to seal the deal, but who knows, he, he would lie and say that he did. like to probe you in my work. <laughs> but I, I watched the movie, and I think what really made this stick for me was I was about the same age as Michael was in the movie. And he was this kid, and he was off having adventures and fighting the tall man, and like he was drinking beer and stuff. Like, it was all, every, every crazy thing. Like, he had no parental guidance whatsoever. And I really didn't either, because, you know, my parents were, you know, whatever, off doing their own thing. And uh, he just had adventures as to where I sat there and watched fucking movies. <laughs> and so I loved the movie, I loved everything about it. I've seen all four of them. Uh, today I told you guys I saw the trailer for part five, and I fucking pissed my pants and <laughs> danced around the house for an hour. Um, so what would you guys think? Well, had, I, had everyone seen Phantasm? I, I've got yeah, a I'd similar
3: story. Um, wh- which Phantasm is it when he's got the frisbee with the nails on? Three. Three. Mm-hmm. I, I was watching that on TV, and you know when you're a little kid, you want to do whatever your dad's doing, so I was like, yeah, this is awesome too, but all I can remember is that guy throwing around that frisbee with the yeah. nails in it and thinking, god damn, that's bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. I imagine we'll get to that one eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with part five coming well, out we'll doing a the Phantasm. a movie.
3: Phantasm Marathon, make it like a three hour podcast. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> each phantasm in
2: detail.
1: Um anyway, what did you guys think? Had, had everyone seen it? Yeah, I had seen it before.
2: Yeah. I, saw it, I uh obviously. Yeah, it is it's a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed you, it a lot. Yeah. Kathleen or awful Quiet. Um
0: it's just alright. It's not my favorite.
1: It's it's you know, I mean, it's a it's a '70s movie from a nineteen-year-old uh-huh. yeah, director. It's good
3: to kind of consider what they were having to work with. It yeah. Was yeah.
1: Pretty, yeah. the The one thing that you can't deny though is, the characters are so unique that it's just fucking cool to watch. Yeah. Angus is so awesome. He's so tall and <laughs> strange looking, and then Reggie's got that that like ponytail. <laughs> You know, the whole time I was wondering, I was like,
3: can't he take his fucking Ice Cream Man bow tie off? <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like, workout? It's it's
1: it's really cool because you, you can tell who everyone is just by their their little outfits. It's fantastic. <laughs> and that no
2: one kid's and and amazing hair. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And everybody's 70s, got unique yeah. hair in this movie. Um, why don't we uh, move right along to the sinister synopsis. Synopsis? Synopsis, yeah. Synopsis. Synopsis. Syn- yeah. I'm thinking synapse. Syn- anyway.
2: <laughs> Alright, enter the stunning and surreal world of Phantasm, where nothing is as it seems and every move you make could lead to a fate worse than death. Uh, writer like hemorrhoids? <laughs> <laughs> writer-director Don Coscarelli, uh, director of the Beastmaster also, delivers his sci-fi... You of Beastmaster? Yeah. I'm be badass, He delivers this sci-fi slash horror classic that has spawned a cult of fans worldwide, which Newsweek calls off-the-wall, scary, and marvelous. The story centers around 13-year-old Mike Pearson, played by Michael Baldwin? (laughs) No (laughs) relation. relation. He had always thought that the Morningside Cemetery was a little creepy, but when he witnesses a body being taken away from a grave by an undertaker with superhuman strength, he decides to investigate. What he encounters in Morningside's white marble halls include a grisly murder, a horde of cloaked mini-monsters who want Mike as one of their own, and the evil tall man.
1: Now, if I were to sum this movie up, because I've tried to explain to, to people what this is about, and it's a it's a strange one, but... Essentially what's going on is an alien undertaker is snatching corpses and smashing them into midget slaves.
2: <laughs> Pretty bad. Yeah, that's wild. Why is he pre-smashing him? I mean, isn't the gravity going to do that anyway? I think it's so, so they can
3: withstand mm-hmm. it, so they can get right to
1: work. when they get Yeah, they the can planet. withstand the gravity of the Crimson Planet. You didn't know it was called the Crimson Planet, did you? Oh. oh. <laughs> Crimson planet. You made that up. <laughs> I might have, I might have. <laughs> I got that from
3: the Reggie <laughs> Bannister <laughs> fan club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: but but just, just the idea that he's going to take Cor- But here, here's what I was thinking, Sorry. though. Is that really so bad? I mean, they're dead. What the hell yeah, are we gonna well, do? I mean, uh, yeah, if, I mean, if he can reanimate them and put them to work, I mean, maybe he could do like a fifty-fifty thing. Yeah, and give like us they man. should welcome
3: him. And be like, you know what? We need like some coal miners. We'll send these dead mi- miniature corpses down there. Yeah, it's black lung anymore.
1: Yeah, and there's got to be some function, <laughs> yeah, yeah. except from the fact that they're constantly leaking that nasty yellow uh, goop. It was goop or <laughs> maybe embalming fluid. I don't it know what's like going on. like but... mango custard. Yeah, it was probably probably something similar. <laughs> Why early, don't yeah. we move on to the terrifying trivia, Kathleen?
0: All right. It. Well, Don Costarelli, who's the writer and director of Phantasm, took the title from an Edgar Allan Poe um, piece. I guess he used the word a lot in all of his writings.
1: He certainly did.
0: Um, special effects in this movie were awesome. Uh, Ooh, the ball yeah. or the little silver sphere was actually guided around by fishing wire or fishing lines, and uh, what they would do is they would have it be thrown from behind the camera by a baseball pitcher, <laughs> and then the shot would be printed in reverse. <laughs> what was the budget? That's who was the pitcher? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um All right, then Angus Scrim, who plays the tall man, um, he's actually only six foot four, but he wore ...lifts in his shoes and suits several times too small to appear taller.
3: That's a good idea. I heard yeah. they did the same thing with George and Seinfeld, but to make him look like a dork. Oh. While his clothes were too small on that show.
2: It worked. Do you mean George or Kramer?
3: Kramer, too. But George, yeah, Al's clothes were one size too small, so he'd look like a dork.
0: Yeah. There's a quote from Scrim that says... Um, he grooves on being recognized, but it seldom happens because he never wears uh, ill fitting black suits and boots <laughs> with too much lifts in them. Angus <laughs> <laughs> Scrim speaks French and Flemish. Does anybody know what Flemish is? Uh, no. I had to look it up just because I saw this last <laughs> um, It's pretty much just a dialect of Dutch, uh, which I'm sure he speaks it. all the time. Yeah, <laughs> <shit>.
3: <laughs> it's like you're Flemish
0: too? What a coincidence. All right. And the last little tidbit is that A. Michael Baldwin learned to drive at the age of 14 while working on the set of Phantasm, and he got to um, do it using the black Plymouth Cuda, which he says is the coolest car ever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm not a car guy, but if I had to pick, it would be either a Lotus or the Hemi Cuda or an ice cream truck. <laughs> Fully stocked. <Yes. laughs> why, why else would you want one? <laughs> Although when I was a kid, um, speaker boxes were all the rage. All the kids would like build these big speaker boxes and then play bass CDs. Where like, oh, it's like, oh, that's still hot today. Is that still a thing? Oh, yeah. oh, okay, I don't, boring. I don't know. But I always thought it would be cool to buy like a hearst and then make the coffin in the back a whole big speaker <laughs> box. And of course, I had, you know, nothing to do with that whole. Whole thing, but you weren't bumping the beats. No,
2: out the back of your caddy.
1: Come on.
0: That's why I've always been old. I, I was, was more like, like, it doesn't sound as good when it's old. So <laughs> While
1: everyone was bumping the beats, I was like,
0: Mom, take me to Roller
1: City. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play Star Wars. <laughs> she uh-huh. said, You
3: can't even skate, Fat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I could though. No, I could skate. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm picturing hey, you kinda in knee crazy. highs, <laughs>
2: short shorts. <laughs>
1: So uh, and now for the mathematically perverted, a segment we call the Colby Count.
3: Okay, so the Colby Count, again, we like to remind you that it's we count boobs individually. Mm-hmm. So in this movie, there were three boobs, and depending on which ending happened, there were three to four bodies. <laughs> <laughs> that's phantasm for but you. But if there was only three, that's the first time... That they've tied that there's been a, a boob a, 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 the same boob count as there was the same body count mm. no oh. wasn't
0: it three boobs from the same girl like she only had two boobs but we saw them you saw three of them like saw in, them in the beginning you see
1: one boob later you see both boobs yeah yeah so
0: each individual boob even though it's the same person counts yeah so now you're gonna like quantum Perverted oh.
3: mathematics. Okay, <laughs> check this
1: it's, out. Yeah, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down for you. Okay, <laughs> if it shows if it shows a girl and she's got her clothes off and you can see some boobie, and it's in one um, sequence, then you don't count. You just count it as one boob. But if it's in the beginning and then you see those boobs again later in a different sequence, that's a whole new count. <laughs> I've got a crazy concept for you. Okay,
3: same woman naked, like on a dolly. Or not, doll. It was a lazy Susan just spinning around, but it cuts back and forth. But you see the same boobs come spinning around, and then like five minutes later, you see that boob spinning around again. Do we count those? Only it's if it's there's a scene boobs. in between them. Yeah. Okay. That would be a crazy
1: boob count. Did you mention the pasty man ass?
3: I would rather not.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, There was definitely. There we're, was. Like, we're equal opportunity perverts. There was yeah. some pasty man he was ass. Like half, half an ass,
2: he half
3: ass. Yeah, he, he was. Half-assed. He was fit, but yeah, I need to get some sun on his cheeks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, and, and okay, so what I thought was the, the biggest, uh, what Coscarelli was really going for was the motor, or the, the boner murdering, where what he would do is he would show you the lady in Lavender and then show you her boobies, and you're like, oh, yeah, I could get off on this. And then the next thing you know, it's like Angus Scrim, Yeah. And he it. murdered your boner twice. Absolutely. Yeah, so <laughs> that's really what Phantasm is about. It's about... Yeah oh, you want to jerk off to crappy horror films? (laughs) Take this, boner, and then kill
3: it. When he wants those A&E biographies Mm -hmm. of, like, M. Night Shyamalan, he was, right, going around making movies in the forest behind his house. Mm -hmm. That guy, Coscarelli, he was, like, running around, like, like cutting up like Playboy magazines and shit. Like take this, everybody. You'll never enjoy these boobs again. Yeah, he, cut <laughs> out <the boots>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just come like down on the window while you were whacking it. Boner killer Coscarelli <laughs> There he goes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's an (laughs) inpatient procedure movie.
1: Okay, now it's time to defend this movie we love from some lazy, mean-spirited asshole who would rather talk shit than sit down and take Lloyd Lloyd Kaufman's advice and write their own damn movie in a segment we call the Critical Critique.
3: The first of our two, uh, I guess this is a total of four sentences reviews. Uh, The first is one sentence by (laughs) Stefan Berger Stephenson, I'm guessing. Uh, oh, so boring. You can't. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Oh, so boring. <laughs> He probably got paid like two hundred dollars to write that review too.
1: Like, I doubt he got paid for that. If 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 No, he is
3: good. from SBS.is. dot IS. They I'm don't know if <laughs> that is that's the ritziest. That's like working for Esquire or something. Like he is
2: pretty much variety magazine.
3: Why
1: would you take the time to type that? Yeah, that's what like- Compels a person to write a one sentence review of a movie to give it a, a negative review because he gave it the negative or the, the rotten tomato, yeah, the squished the tomato. Yeah, you prick.
3: That's all I, I got see. everything I needed from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this guy said it's oh so boring, so I guess I don't know. Well, maybe I'll see. Yeah. It. Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> Stefan Stephenson. Fuck that guy.
3: Like you think like his, his review of The Godfather was like, yeah, pretty good. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. He's a, he probably wrote like 20 page review that was really good
2: but he's got a super strict editor. <laughs>
1: he just tweets his he's like oh, this whole
2: so. shit about the cinematography we can cut that right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he couldn't mention that the guy was Okay, I said 19 earlier. The thing I read it said 21. Anyway, he, he's like the youngest director in the world at the time. That's yeah, pretty That's pretty impressive. You yeah. couldn't you couldn't at least mention like hey, you know, this is a pretty cool movie.
2: You couldn't. But no, <laughs> oh, so boring. The yeah. first time some slack. <laughs>
3: <Sorry>. <laughs> okay,
1: so part two of our too lazy to write two fucking sentences. Two sentences. He couldn't even write two sentences.
3: Oh, so boring. I don't recommend it. Sure, Nothing sure. Oh, <laughs> so boring. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. What about talk. it was boring? Just give us one example. Nah, yeah, it's just oh, so boring. Yeah. Um, and then Widget Walls. I'm Do hoping they... that's a nickname and not a real name because what kind of parents would name the kids Widget? Yeah, I, don't know. I shouldn't say that because what there's some of to our podcast named Widgets? Like, fuck this, I'm yeah. unsubscribing <laughs> right now. <laughs>
2: If there's any widgets out there, please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, like, some name requirement? Steven Stevenson widget wells? Or what yeah, they, they all have to have the superhero alliteration.
3: Of the website. Neatcoffee.com. Oh, oh I
1: need coffee. I'm a Kathy person.
2: Oh. I don't like Mondays. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay, so here... Uh, I'm going to go by a sentence by sentence. Sentence number one. Ug. Ugh. And yeah. Period. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Sentence so number two. It's this is around. a <laughs> classic of the genre. What? Sentence number three. Are you sure we watched the same movie? That <laughs> that is that
2: is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> what well, a dick. Um. Boy, he knows how to write a twist, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. The setup. Yeah. And that
3: plus like I don't know.
2: What was his name? These...
1: Widget. Widget. Widget walls, you? So. Widget walls. Widget walls. If I were to write a review of his review and be like, "Did we read the same review?" I don't think so. Oh. I haven't had my coffee yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you whiny little bitch! Fuck you. <laughs> it's a good movie. Fuck yourself. Okay. And That's it. It. And if you should happen to be a former sniper, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> But, fuck you, that was a good movie. You're yeah. I mean, crazy to not like that movie. He <laughs> was a sniper,
3: and then he got dishonorably discharged because they're like, You can't have coffee on the front lines. did like, it. But sure, I need my coffee.
1: <laughs> okay, so now we shall return from the dead with tropes and themes. What do you got for us? This has got some crazy, dream-like sequences. There is,
2: surprisingly, for a first-timers movie, there's a lot of symbolism and a lot of themes that pop up that are pretty cool.
3: Was there a theme regarding the hair? Oh, gosh. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You w. like how I drew his hair right here? I think I got the firm right. <laughs>
2: uh, but some of the tropes that came up are, um, you know, in every movie where they have to prove that something weird's going on, whatever evidence they have, it's got to disappear. So, I was kind of surprised when he showed his brother the box that the finger was still in it. Yeah. Usually. But it disappeared by the time they gave it to any person of authority, like a cap or something. Yeah. You know
1: what was cool about this, too, was like he shows his brother the finger, and his brother's like, oh, fuck, we gotta do something about this,
3: I believe you. And the finger disappears, so they don't have any evidence to take to the cops, so they gotta
2: take matters into their own hands. And another trope is having sex in a graveyard, which seems to happen a lot in movies. Yeah. Which is weird. Me personally... Never happened, but I'll have to try out it out sometime. Apparently, now,
1: I used to hang out with some girls in a graveyard, but we never got it on. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to. Do <laughs>
2: you think that would have been the right place for that, Abe? I think it's a it would. A have, I think. I think at that age, any place <laughs> is the
3: right. When, when I was in junior high, we'd like schedule a lot of fights at the graveyard. <laughs> <but> <laughs> only one side would show up. You're dead <laughs> at the graveyard. Yeah. That's how all high school. That's yeah, it's just like we're like yeah, go kick his ass, Mike. And then we get there, mm-hmm. and we'd like, where's he at? <laughs> He's not coming. <laughs> He's not gonna be poking. And then, that like, next good. week, we'd be like, let's just not go, guys. Let's just go home and play <laughs> Siphon Filter on PlayStation.
2: One of the big themes of the movie seemed to be doorways. I don't know if I'm just dumb and reading too much into this, but there seemed to be, like, a lot of doors. There was. Portals, windows. Just, like, in every shot, he was going through some kind of squareness. He went
1: through two car windows <laughs> in the same night.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd <say. laughs> Yeah. And uh, there's, I liked a bit of foreshadowing. It wasn't exactly subtle, but there is a huge poster in his room of a space landscape, and you're looking at the Earth from the moon in its room poster, and, oh, there's a doorway that just happens to lead to another planet in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, I really liked the, the deal where they brought back, uh, they did the callback to the tuning fork when, is it... Reggie, Reggie, he opens uh, the portal. Yeah. Well, actually, no, he didn't do that. Uh, well, what I, what I saw it as is that that those tuning forks were resonating with Earth, so that they could open up a portal. And when he put his hands on it, he stopped the resonation and it started fucking shit up. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Well, that was wow. way down to yeah. the was going on. Well done, man. That's that, saw, It's like, a whole man, new movie. I thought i thought it was just like to watch a, it again. Like
3: two those touch lamps. Like I thought that's what's going on. Like, <laughs> just shut off their house. He's like, why didn't you use the clapper? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense because it, you know,
2: that's a cool yeah. way to open a portal. And then it, it sound. nice. And I don't know what kind of. I assume they're trying to do some kind of symbolism with the god, yeah. like there was some kind of faces of the gods above the doorway into that room where the tuning fork thing was but i didn't recognize who the gods were so i probably missed the symbolism i thought it
1: was i thought it was (laughs) uh and this would kind of go along with him i could be way off it could be statues of his Mm -hmm. fucking uncle i have no idea but it looked to me like zeus apollo mercury those sort of Mm -hmm. sort of figures but i could be wrong i don't know how that yeah yeah i you know it'd be
2: interesting to read more into that (laughs) yeah that would be worth researching because that'd be a cool element but then again, yeah, like, you know, that's a lot of effort for someone to put into a script yeah. and sex. It was probably just something like... like, it, like yeah. Zeppelin
1: <laughs> their faces. Yeah. The yeah. It, it was there. probably <laughs> something as trivial as, like, we need something to mark this door so people recognize it. Mm-mm. Put that fucking thing up there. Yeah. <laughs> that looks cool. Yeah, but it would be cool if it was something like yeah.
2: the gods. That's all I've kind of got for that. I don't know, did you guys see anything that uh, kind of struck you? I really like what you said about that for yeah cool. you blew
3: my mind so much that I can't think of anything else right now yeah <laughs> like holy shit that's unlocked fantastic <laughs> Not <laughs> Not too bad no light now <laughs> yeah, too bad nobody
2: can still figure out that ending though I don't know okay so
0: uh-huh.
3: yeah. here's see. the other weird thing about it. Reggie's ponytail was shorter too at the end mm-hmm. was it yeah it was like a little nub at the end <laughs> oh yeah and he wasn't wearing his Ice Cream Man get-up?
1: Well, he didn't have the bow tie?
3: Or was he even uh-huh. an
0: Ice Cream Man? You don't
3: yeah. know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> and girl, a
1: lumberjack? He wakes up, he's like, I dreamed you were a fucking Ice Cream Man with a little bow tie. Do <laughs> <laughs> you believe that shit? He's like, are you fucking hot? You <laughs> know what's cool is... Uh, we, in, in an Ice Cream Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In Phantasm Four, they spliced in a bunch of footage that wasn't used in Phantasm One, So they have these flashback scenes, but they actually flashback... To when he was a kid. And it's really when he was a kid in the Phantasm movie. It's oh, fantastic. Whoa. Yeah. And he just happened to have a bunch of leftover footage and worked it into the, the fourth script. But nice. brilliant, I thought. But, you know, I'm sure we'll get to part four eventually. Yes. Um, I really like that movie. That's all I can say is... You know, maybe it's a little slower paced than people would like, but um, I don't know. I just really enjoy it. I like mm. the monsters. I like the little... You know, I, I'm sure Star Wars was huge back then in 79, so there's a bunch <laughs> of Star Wars stuff going on. Yeah, right there. there's got to
2: be some homages going on. Yeah. There, with the way the little doors were dressed and just yeah. cantina. <laughs> yeah, they totally look
1: like Jawas. They went to the cantina. Yeah, I don't know. I've never read anything about there being a Star Wars influence, but it certainly seemed that way. <laughs> and, of course, there's aliens and stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Them. Yeah.
3: Tall people freak me out, short people freak me out as a whole.
2: You were freaked out. out. There's a very narrow window where Kobe isn't freaked (laughs) out. Medium (laughs) sized people. Let me rephrase that. Not
3: anymore. As a kid, (laughs) people freak me out. Now I'm very open and tolerant of small people. (laughs) Tall people still give me a little bit. I have short
2: friends, Okay.
1: Okay, uh, it's time for the Quetzalcoatl. Did anyone get any good quotes Yeah in this movie? Yeah, we got a good
3: one. When they when they were carrying their friend um, who turned into a, a midget slave and Reggie said, what's all that yellow shit coming out of his head? <laughs> <laughs> because that's exactly what I would say. What's all that yellow shit
1: <laughs> coming out of his head? Kathleen?
0: <laughs> Uh, I didn't write it down so it's probably not exact but at the beginning like they just get back from that funeral he's just like funerals don't really get me off. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't as hot as it could have been. Everybody's
3: like oh shit is there a funeral
0: coming up? (laughs)
3: Awesome. (laughs) I'm there.
2: Uh, My favorite quote just because it happened so many times in the movie was just um, a little kid saying oh shit. Like that was his reaction to everything, <laughs> which, yeah. as it should be, because a lot of shit happened in that movie. Yeah, and and
1: realistically, <laughs> if I saw some stuff like that, I'd go, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> um, mine was also when he was when Reggie was carrying the the dead little guy out of his ice cream truck. He says, "This guy's not gonna leak all over my ice cream, is he?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> Always the uh, the professional ice cream <laughs> man, is our Reggie. I like how he like it was a thing that he brought that kid's older brother along with him to sell ice cream. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, there it's was so fucking rad. There was a lot of camaraderie
1: between the characters. Yeah. You got a sense of a of a world that they lived mm-hmm. in together. Again, which
3: mm-hmm. we we touched on on an earlier podcast. It's so really you don't see that movie no. anymore. You don't see people like. liking each other.
1: Yeah, I mean, the kid followed his brother all over because he was afraid he was going to leave him.
3: It's really lost in horror movies now. Like, every horror movie these days has to be like a broken home. Like, Dad's, Mm estranged. the... the Daughter suicide. Oh, and if you watch a Rob
1: Zombie movie, which I love anyway, they're almost all just these mean white trash people. Every one uh, of, of them. I'm gonna take mm-hmm. a
3: step forward and say Rob Zombie movies suck. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! You need a <laughs> critical <laughs> critique. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's what we'll do. We'll do a Rob Zombie movie next. We'll do my critique as a critical
2: critique. <laughs> the yeah. about another Rob Zombie.
0: Movie. <laughs> but, uh, you have to make them watch Salem. <laughs> yes. uh, Lords, Lords, uh, of, uh, Lords uh, of Salem. Ever, that was yeah. his last. It was so boring. And right (laughs) at the end, when you think something was going to happen, it just didn't. Okay, so our next
3: review is from Kathleen.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, going back to the the camaraderie thing, uh, was this like an independent film? Well, I'm assuming it was, but like, did these people know each other before they made the movie?
1: I I really don't know. I believe he got the money to make it from his parents, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, I think I read that too. <laughs> just, and it, But yeah, if you notice, almost him. everyone, with the exception of, of Bill Thornberry, they all had the same name. Their yeah. character was just them. So I imagine that they all did. I mean, it one. just
2: kind of seemed like, a, like you're yeah. saying, there's a lot of camaraderie. Like You know, they both played the guitar. They both seemed pretty musically inclined. It's and fucking you know, like, good guitar player. We forgot about that. Yeah, part. they yeah. yeah. were awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they were wailing. And, yeah, and gonna, you know, gonna,
2: it just kind of seemed like they were trying to to show off a little bit with the movie too. There was a lot of gratuitous car shots. And there was. There awesome <laughs> guitar skills. But if
1: if that car today is is valued at in some instances of over two million dollars, that's more than the budget for the movie. So that should that <laughs> they car. could have sold the car. Um, although I did hear that Coscarelli has no idea what happened to that car after the movie was made. What? But he does have. The convertible from part two. Huh. Mm. Wherever
0: there's somebody wearing a jean jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, anyone else got anything?
3: I got a good one from the parental guide. What? A frightening intense scene. It says a teenager is terrified when he cannot remove his hand from a box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was the part they found most offensive? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like don't bring
3: your kids. Everybody gets his hand stuck in a box. Yeah. could see can this. have nightmares about gonna... hands in a box. They're <laughs>
2: going Kids I think see this, they're gonna start sticking their hands in random boxes. You know that I think too. that's a safe sex uh, <laughs> metaphor. I'm yeah. trying
3: to find here on IMDb they used to don't just that. put your hand in any old box. <laughs> they used to. But have when you do put it.
2: it in there, don't be afraid. Yeah. <laughs> on IMDb, you used to be able to look at
3: what the movie's budget was. And I can't find
1: it. If a girl brings you into her house and says, "Put your hand in my box while Grandma watches," <laughs> don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just go with it, man. <laughs>
1: Also a boner killer. <laughs> oh, here's
3: another one. Kathy, you missed this one here. It was originally rated X by the MPAA because of the sequence when the guy gets his head drilled in. Because apparently him, like, pissing his pants after dying is terrifying. That was
1: worse than his brain getting chunked out. I guess more. so, yeah. Um, well, I don't think we gave enough attention worse. to the spheres because that's really the into their head and then shoots their brain out yeah well, I was <laughs> a little bit bummed cool. by
3: it because he just kind of shot it with a shotgun and blew it up because it's kind of like, mm, just like bounce off oh, it. he's got a no, bunch no, so yeah. wait for part two
2: <laughs> did we go around and do our favorite scenes oh yet? no we didn't we didn't uh, oh, no.
1: a segment we call pieces and parts <laughs> <laughs> smooth
3: change and change.
1: yeah <laughs> 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 we're really getting good at this Yes. <laughs> Production value goes way up every time my cat stands in front of the microphone. <laughs> uh-huh. You're blocking our well, models, Marie. Matt, what was your favorite
2: part? Uh, what we just discussed when that spheres flies into his dome and then expels his brains out of the other end. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I like that. Scott, like, they thought of that. They're like, we don't want to get all bogged down with blood. We got to have a draining system. <laughs> I guess we got the technology to crush dead people but, but wait a
1: second, though. Okay, if their method of. of of processing corpses is about embalming they would want to suck all their blood out anyway mm. so maybe that's what it is They just oh. it just flies into people just chucks their blood oh. out right behind them and mm. then they can fill it up with whatever that green goop is there we yeah. go. yellow, yeah. Goop. Yeah. yellow yeah.
3: goop yeah Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my one of my favorite parts was when his brother told him <laughs> he said don't point a gun at a man you don't intend to shoot, and don't shoot him unless you intend to kill him. And he said, warning shots
1: are bullshit. And, uh, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, like,
3: Walker, Texas
0: Ranger.
1: Yeah. What about you, Kelly?
0: Um, I liked that camp part at the beginning where um, he was talking about how he follows his brother around because he doesn't want him to leave him, so it shows his brother riding a bike, and then the boy is literally, like, yeah. running after him, like, jumping over a fence, and yeah, you him can't down. catch him.
1: And He's the like, brother's oblivious, just, like, looking
0: off. Like, I can't help but get this feeling that somebody's following me or watching.
2: And also, for some reason, I'm riding this bike when I have a bitch in car back there. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <yeah. laughs> he was
1: trying to get some exercise. Although they did work on that car an awful lot in the movie, so maybe Ooh, it was one of those times where fun. they... Maybe they're just
3: admiring it. They're like, I fuck, look something. at those pipes. Yeah, <laughs> That fucking cord goes from that end to that end. It's incredible.
1: My, my oh, favorite God. scene is... Uh, when he's banging the chick on the, on the um, <laughs> what, the gravestone, yeah, and the kid goes screaming past, and he and he stands up and he's got like panties in his mouth his or something, teeth, like, and he his says, teeth. he says, it's my kid brother. I think he's got some sort of problem.
3: <laughs> All while still clenching
1: the panties Yeah, in like his teeth between the girl's legs. And he's just like, yeah, you I, wait here while I go find out. Fucking hilarious. I
3: like the part when he gets he gets chased after in the mausoleum by the tall man and then he squishes his fingers in the door and they're kind of tapping and he's like you know what I had to fucking like take some evidence and just hacks his fingers <laughs> off and is like got one mm. let's book
1: it yeah that was cool mm-hmm. well that is the end of Meet Your Monsters for the week thanks for uh, watching this movie with me everybody and thanks for listening to you people who are listening um, if you want to follow along next week's movie will be
3: Feast all
0: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See
1: you then. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye.